Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the franchise business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Bill Stack, who is a business coach for the Urban Clean franchise. Bill highlights his career so far, his introduction into small business coaching, and how he came to provide coaching for Urban Clean, a revolutionary new professional cleaning franchise expanding internationally. Listen to find out more and discover valuable tips for your business. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eden Exchange. Today we're joined by Bill Stack, who's the coach founder of the Urban Clean team, a rapidly growing commercial cleaning franchise, which is making a major dent in the Australian commercial cleaning market and soon across the globe. Thanks a lot for your time, Bill. Uh, Glad to be here, no problem. Firstly, Bill, Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. And can you start off by telling us about the Urban Clean franchise, what it is and what your involvement is with the company? Well, the the franchise itself was a offshoot of an expansion of a client's activity who then became the founder of Urban Clean, Damien. He was literally cleaning offices uh, and he had a few employees and he asked me to provide some coaching support on how do we how do we get a little bit more out of the activity that he was doing. And one of the things I worked with him on was, hey, let's take a look and see what's really happening here uh, in and around the market that he was in. And we did some research. We did look at some numbers. We saw some realities. Damien saw them uh, pretty quickly, too. He, his eye is very keen on figuring out what opportunities are in markets in general as, a, as an instinct. And he saw an opportunity that, uh, that was um, pretty clear. There weren't that many uh, franchises, especially in the franchise space, for cleaning services, B2B office cleaning and, and uh, specialty cleaning, that were considered really uh, satisfactory by the clients that they were serving. So there was a gap. So they just weren't being serviced as well as they could have been. And so he asked me to help with that. And after many steps of figuring out what approach to take, we ended up franchising his business out and growing it from there. And uh, it has been quite successful. Bill, can you tell us a little bit about your own professional background, personal background, how you became a successful business coach? What was it that led you to this career journey? Well, I had a upbringing in Boston, Massachusetts, which is a, a rather dense city, and it was cold. So I wanted to leave that area, and I joined the U.S. military literally to get the education and the experience involved and actually live in warmer climes. So I did that. And during that eight years I was in the U.S. Navy, I also learned a lot about, separate from the technical, the electronics technical uh experience and schooling that I had from them, which was extensive, there was an awful lot of small group dynamics, how to influence, how to get the most out of people in terms of uh, camaraderie and focus and diligence on getting tasks done and being consistent with certain things and attention to detail. You, You learn how to do it yourself, but I learned as well how to help others be good at those uh, features in life as well. So once I exited the military, I worked for a big company in the States called Motorola. It's actually all over the place. And I worked for them in 
a semiconductor manufacturing plant, you know, microchip manufacturing. So there was a, it was quite a different world from the U.S. military, and there were uh, there was a lot of engineering and a lot of um, high throughput manufacturing. So between the the two, the business side of things and the and the operations side of things, and then the military uh, leadership experience, I realized that maybe I can help other people who are in businesses maybe adopt some of the more military habits in their life to reap those benefits. And I used a little of those skills and um, got uh, interested in becoming an action coach in uh, the early two, uh, mid 2000s and became one about 11 years ago. So 11 years later, you have a, a, a great deal of coaching experience added to that. And uh, helping people help themselves is what you kind of actually do in the military, help them make the most out of themselves. And uh, this was just a continuation of the same, but a, a very different um, set of tools that you would use uh, to help a person do well in business. Different set of numbers you look at. That's sure. Thanks, Bill. And, and you have a very unique model in, in terms of you do guarantee certain amounts of work. You have an in-house sales team very experienced in bringing in contracts. Can you talk about why you've gone down that path um, and how that helps potential franchisees and what potential franchisors need to be aware of if they're coming in at a commercial role with Urban Clean? Well, the systems that we have for ourselves were literally hammered out sort of like a blacksmith style scenario where we just we just kept banging on the process until we got it better and better and better. And it became so tested and so proven that it was quite reliable. So when we added some uh, sales uh, individuals on on the um, main support office side, they followed a lot of the systems that we teach the franchisees. We all we use all the same stuff. So if there was a certain amount of visits and a certain amount of uh, activity that the franchisee was doing or the master franchisee was doing, they would get a known amount of sales. So um, based off of that, once those contracts come in, you um, have very little problem either having an existing franchisee adding them to their mix or adding those uh, contracts to a potential franchisee who is ready to get to work right away. And that makes both the franchisee's life a little better and it makes the master franchisee's life a little better because we, the sales systems are just so robust. So that's how that, that's how that works. But we also don't stop there. We encourage the franchisees and even teach them the, uh, how to get their own business as well if they desire. And it's not always just something that is out of their control. It's, it's surprising how much it can be taught to have them feel like they're in much more control over their business where they don't necessarily even need to take on our guarantee. That's how we actually could guarantee it is because we knew our system was so useful, so um, productive. Great. And there's obviously a lot of demand uh, in the market as well as being generated mm-hmm. by your team. What do you think is driving that demand uh, in Australia? Are there any pockets of the country you're seeing greater demand? And after Australia, are you looking elsewhere uh, to expand Urban Queen? Sure. Well, as you might see cranes building new high-rises, you'll also, you can infer from that that there are more office spaces being built all around any given 
city or town. So up and down the main corridors on the M1, up and down the main corridors in any of the main thoroughfares that you have here in Brisbane, in Sydney, in Adelaide, uh, even some uh, in the in-between regions up and down the East Coast. There's an awful lot of offices that need cleaning. And it isn't necessarily all new construction related. It's simply a matter of existing cleaners that are out there cleaning are not necessarily cleaning and providing a value that the client actually wants. And our offering very much competes against them uh, very well in a way that provides the franchisee good margin per hour. And you know, when you combine all those together, the growth potential of the business is not only acquisition of existing market, but acquisition of the growing markets that exist. So if you see building and, and construction happening, guess what? There are offices that are going to be involved in that. Excellent. And that second part of my question, are you looking beyond Australia now? Yeah. So the, with regards to uh, beyond Australia, there are offices beyond Australia as well. So internationally, the U.S. is uh, definitely a market we're going to be getting into. The U.K. as well. U.K. has a, uh, an interesting uh, advantage we see compared to uh, some parts of Australia because it's compactness. It's very you don't have to go very far to get buildings <laughs> in the U.K., especially around London. So yeah, we're very excited about those growth opportunities. The systems will work there just as they have here, and yeah, it's just a matter of getting over there uh, and meeting with the right kind of people that take that philosophy of ownership, accountability, and responsibility uh, personally and uh, providing our system to them. And they'll get the benefit just like uh, the franchisees and master franchisees have been here in Australia. So very much looking forward to that expansion. And do you see much potential in closer markets like Asia or New Zealand as well? Uh, absolutely. The New Zealand market is literally a, one small plane flight away and so that makes it you know quite local we i consider it a local market we are we are sort of personally expanding in the english-speaking countries on our own uh and making deals uh as well but the systems work in other countries that that are more uh asian countries or even latin american countries the systems will work the same way and cleaning is needed everywhere. So yes, Asian countries, uh, Latin American countries, even parts of Europe are uh, targets of us. We've had indications of interest uh, from almost all of these countries, you know, these regions of the, of the world. So when we expand, I bet you they're going to be happy that we're finally expanding in that area. Excellent. And look, lastly, Tibia, what's the best thing about your role now? What's driving you to do what you do? Well, we, we do watch our numbers and we do watch the KPIs that we have set for ourselves. The challenge of growing, uh, from a small, you know, three or four person company to a city covering company to having locations up and down the East Coast to expanding, uh, throughout all of Australia and covering more and more of Australia. That, that stuff is, is what drives all of us. And we know, again, this is a, this overall, the cleaning, the office cleaning market or the cleaning market in general is, is in the close to the trillion level in terms of measurement. So the market is out there. Population is growing. 
they're going to all need businesses and they're going to have offices. So uh, the future looks bright. So we're very, we're very personally driven to match that growth. Sure. And you made a very, uh, you know, measured and uh, you could almost say very difficult process sound very easy there in terms <laughs> of summing it up in one sentence. How did you go about doing that in terms of seeing the opportunity in the market and aligning that with a, you know, a highly functional franchise system that you have in place now? Oh, good. Uh, I like that question. The, uh, it came from a context that I had. One of the things a coach does is he's outside of the forest and he can see the forest while the person I'm coaching tends to be in the forest, running around, climbing trees, chopping things down, doing whatever you do in the forest. So I came from the U.S. market and I had some experiences there that I noticed were very different than the average franchisee's experience in Australia. And that was a compounding thing that I knew to look at right away. So we said, hmm, yes, offices need to be clean, but also with regards to the way the cleaning franchises were sort of geared for in Australia, it's very different than most of them in the United States is just a different philosophy behind them. And I'll make it short. In America, they have already learned generations ago to um, nurture the franchisees more, give them really good, solid systems that actually can help them grow their business better. It wasn't quite as robust here, to say the least, in uh, Australia. The, the, just the philosophy was different. Uh, and I think we're seeing signs that the franchising space is sort of growing up a bit and, and understanding that it has to change its game to be more competitive and to grow. So when we saw those two opportunities, we broke it into little pieces and said, hmm, given the fact that, you know, Australian franchises are sort of learning the ropes and there, there are uh, already existing franchises in the cleaning space, what can we bring from the U.S. model to make it be much more supportive, much more palatable, much more clear, and much more valuable to uh, the average Australian who might want to get into either a master franchisee situation, uh, leading and supporting franchises, or people who just want to gain uh, good employment for good hours and learn a really good system on how to provide cleaning directly to the client in the office. And we, we realized that there were some good um, good opportunities there and we could carve a space out that would be different than everyone else in that market. And, and what are those key points of difference? So what sure. are sure. competitive advantages compared to other commercial cleaning businesses in the Aussie market? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, number one was we noticed that there was an awful lot of um, focus on large contracts and uh, focus on uh, – becoming extremely price competitive instead of adding value and getting right to the heart of what, uh, let's say, an office that has maybe 80 to um, 20 to 80 to 150 employees in it. What in that niche generally is their big pet peeves? What are their pet peeves? What is, what is it that they're really after? What type of communication are they after? All that type of stuff that that wasn't as strong in existing offerings, how do we make those systematized in our business to make that the norm? And that extra added value is what provides 
a good quality contract, a good quality contract with a, um, uh, a, a client that knows our value, wants that particular type of value, and is willing to pay a good price because they've been burned so many times by people who have promised but not delivered. So we knew that we could match those two up and say, okay, we're going to promise this, this, and this, which is really what you want, and we'll be consistent at it. So um, we used te some technology, some systems for making things routine for the franchisee, uh, and then we added, obviously, some technology, some technology such as a phone app and other things to make sure that people are doing what they need to do consistently to keep that customer very happy. Fantastic. And because it is often the case that these opportunities in industries that you couldn't, you wouldn't say it's a glamorous industry, but it is a, a, an industry that's due for a shake-up in terms of the systems and the processes as well as mm. um, the involvement of franchisees. Mm. So it obviously was enough for you to make that move from co coach to partner in the business. So was anything that you know, you know, put you over the edge and saw, yes, I have to be involved with this at the next level. Well, the market opportunity was solid. I did know that I had more of a philosophical affinity to the way franchising is done in the States versus how it's done here. And based off of that alone, I was interested. Uh, the dynamic between Damien and I as coach and, and client is, is very solid. And both of us are fans of self-development, even in addition to the work that we do in the business. So that combined was sort of a, um, I guess, a, an extra ingredient that uh, Damien wanted in the business permanently to act as a immune system, if you would, towards all the bumps in the road that happen in growing any business. Having a good coach there uh, is helpful by definition, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that coaching aspect um, has also, from my understanding, permeated into the, the ethos of Urban Clean, how it deals with its customers, its franchisees and franchisors as well. Oh, absolutely. Can you elaborate on that a little bit and also tell us a bit about what, what are the key drivers of the Urban Clean business in terms of values? Because they seem quite aligned in the way what you're talking about. Yeah, they are. And uh, that's exactly how we approached it was the coaching principles, if you would, are the values that you want to, in everyday life, express are, are exactly what that business would need on a consistent basis to always get better and better and better and better. So we start with that. We have the concept of taking ownership, taking accountability, being responsible for your results as a base core of how you see the world and you know the, the material that we have from my background in the action coach business uh, lends itself to really living that stuff not just treating them as words but you know weekly focusing on how well did I do at take ownership how well did I do at uh, providing accountability for my actions how well am I approaching any problem that I see or even advantage that's available uh, in a way that's very proactive, not uh, reactive, or not even uh, worse, which would be blaming, coming up with excuses or denying that things could get better if uh, if you just worked at it. 
those are the things that t tend to hold people back. But the, uh, the opposite, the ownership, the accountability and responsibility launch you forward. So once you have that base, I guess, world paradigm in place, we can build the how-tos. Okay, now that we're taking ownership, uh, if the client asks for something, that's my responsibility to figure out how to get it to them. If the client wants to make sure that they want an additional clean that week, okay, great. We, we will now place a system in there to easily uh, add that additional clean in the week into the schedule and have uh, systems in place to have all that work well and even communication systems so that the franchisee understands what uh, new things may be on the uh, menu that the uh, franchise, uh, the client would want out of the franchisee, so that so that the communication of the information is um, is fluid. Those are the types of systems that we put in place. There's an awful lot more in terms of supply chain and you know, finances and all that other stuff, and it just takes a lot of um, takes a lot of that pressure off of the franchisee. So they just focus on really good cleans for the client. Sure, and and how does that also translate to the the type of people you think make good on one side the the franchisors at Urban Clean or mm. regional franchises on the other side the franchisees as well. How, how can you just well, delve into how they're all related there to sure. the type of people you're looking for to be part of your team? Sure. Uh, with regards to the franchise as that are uh, interested in coming on board, we have to sort of make sure that they're going to come on board with those core principles. Are you going to take ownership? Are you the type of person who naturally uh, holds themselves accountable to their results? And are you the type of person that takes action in order to get those results? That Once we have that in place, we can work with somebody to say, hmm, all right, they're a good candidate as a franchisee to, to uh, become a, a franchisee on the cleaning side. Same thing holds true for the master franchisees because the master franchisee opportunity is to assist the very people that would be doing the cleaning. If they have a common way of looking at the world as well and a common way of understanding our how we manifest our principles in the business, that helps a lot. But we'll also train people on what that really means. So there's a good amount of training for the franchises and there's a good amount of training for the master franchisees. So we're looking for sort of people who have the ability to influence on the master franchisee side, people who can communicate, people who want to help people be their best, and people who are interested in building an asset for themselves by doing those very things. So, you know, a combination of helping other people do better for themselves is permeating the entire structure of Urban Clean. Yeah, absolutely. So it does look like you're yeah, you're going for the right type of person, but also training them to be leaders in their own business as well, backed by the system you've built. So it it, it seems like a very um, complementary combination you've built into your systems there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, taking pride in the garden that you're nurturing is the thing that produces a lot of fruit from that garden. And if you if you want, so therefore, if you want a lot of fruit out of it, you know, the idea is. Own it. This is your garden. So the franchisees, we really help them understand that that's their business. They're no longer working for someone else. They're no longer working for a uh, just a you know get by sort of existence. They get to take a little bit more control of their lives. If they if they have room in their week and they want to add a contract, they can uh, acquire more business even on their own. We'll teach them how to do that. And the same thing with the franchise, the master franchisees. 
they're they are there to support and lead, if you would, more lead the franchisees to help themselves as well. So I hope that answers your question. No, it definitely does. And from from your take of it, what makes you've mentioned some of the systems run in place and the people as well. And mm-hmm. what makes the business run smoothly? So if someone comes on board as a master franchisor or as a as a um, franchisee, what type of training do you do to bring them up to speed? And what's your process for getting the right person on board? Well, there's uh, definitely, we like I mentioned earlier, we don't want to just bring uh, individuals who show interest into the company, period. We want to make sure there's a good philosophical fit once we realize that's what's happening. And it'll be a series of interviews and a little discussion on certain things. And then, you know, if if the opportunity matches on both sides, then we'll put them into the process to have them become a franchisee, and then the training begins. Uh, for master franchisees, it's a how did they build the business? What is the first few weeks of uh, building the business going to look like? Literally day by day by day, you do this, then you do this, then you do this, and make sure that you check these numbers. And our system has become so predictable from pouring all of that data analysis and all of those tweaks into it at the beginning. Uh, it's a quite a predictable process where if you just follow our system, we know that these very specific results will happen. Um, so the franchisee has very little to figure out on their, on their own, and the master franchisee has very little to figure out on their own as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, if the master franchisee helps the franchisees succeed, they will, by, by default, have a good story to mention to their particular, uh, their prospects that they're working on to bring into the team of, of franchisees as a master franchisee. And, you know, um, success breeds success. So if you have, if you're focusing on the right things that we put out there in the system, the success happens and then it's easier to build upon. Excellent. And, and now what is some of your goals for Urban Clean as a business this coming year? Well, uh, we have a lot of good talent that has been brought in on the leadership side, and we are focusing on an expansion that's pretty aggressive. <laughs> we already have many dozens of franchisees already, and having a layer of regionals to help those franchisees and even expand those regions all on their own with a little bit more local focus, that will help the master franchisee do very well and that will just help the business do very well so i mean we're looking at a pretty big jump hopefully closer to i would prefer to double the business within the next year sure and uh, and those in terms of the the interest in the company and the the brand and the way you go about doing you can you can definitely see that happening as a very realistic goal so if there's anyone interested there'll be plenty of people listening to this who one can can sense how professional you know, the opportunity is and can see the marketing commercial cleaning as something to tap into. Mm. How do they go about reaching out to you? And, and what, again, what, what are your immediate steps in just getting in touch with people who could be interested? Well, hopping online might be the absolute easiest way, uh, urbanclean.com.au. And there are uh, very quick 
radio buttons that you can select, what type of opportunity that you're after, and then follow the instructions there, which should probably will be setting up a form of a um, hop onto a webinar to learn more and read a little bit and have a phone call with one of our team members to put you um, in that in the chain that matters to you if you want to become a cleaning franchisee versus uh, a master franchisee with completely different um, offerings. Yeah, uh, it's as simple as hopping onto the website. Fantastic. Look, thanks a lot for your time again, Bill. We do encourage anyone interested to head to the Urban Clean website, urbanclean.com.au, and put an inquiry down. Alternatively, you'll have some contact us options uh, next to this podcast or across Eden Exchange Show. We do encourage you to, to register your interest and get the ball rolling with the company because it's an exceptionally good opportunity and we've had nothing but very good feedback for anyone who's been involved and all the people we've dealt with. So thanks again for your time, Bill, and look forward to having you again to, to talk about your inevitable expansion and ticking off your goals you talked about. Yes, yes, it was a very fun time, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to do this again. This will be good. Fantastic. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Bill Stack, who was a business coach founder for Urban Clean. For more information on the Urban Clean franchise or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.